Yo, bro, I saw you too. Yo, that's him. That's Timothy. He said calling about Eagle. Timothy? Yeah. <laughs> that's Timothy. I've never heard of that. That's good. <laughs> then he looks across the room. He sees Mark. He goes, yo, you too, man. Yo, you were fire, bro. Yo, you killed that shit. Then he looks to the left and sees me and goes, matter of fact, I got to keep it real. But yo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. All right. Lots to unpack here. I got something for you. Please. Julio, Julio, I don't know where you came up with that idea. Dude, this guy was a huge turkey. What is this, Japan? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why I hadn't told you about it. No, and I also just assumed you were saving it for the pod if you were going to tell me. Yeah, yeah. Which, of course you were. Oh, but. yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Julio and Francis here doing the thing. What's mm-hmm. up, dude? How you doing? I'm solid. Um, Love it. Love it. Um, dude, I have a story for you, actually. Oh, excellent. I a love good, a good story. A good story about a, uh, a little bit of a public shaming. So I opened for Andrew <laughs> Schultz. Oh, yeah. A ago. Um, sweet. It was a lot of fun. Oh. Did I tell you this? No, but I have a funny, I have a funny thing. Uh, was it <laughs> related to that, too? <laughs> yeah. We both have Andrew Schultz stories. It's related specifically to this. How do you know this? Did I tell you this? So... So I love it. I love it. Andrew Schultz texted me and asked me for your number. Oh, nice. Because he wanted to ask you to open for him in at the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I gave him your number. Mm-hmm. But then you were like, yo, Schultz has me opening for him at this place. And I was like, that's sick. Mm-hmm. And I because I didn't want to be like, I know, I helped right. facilitate right, that right, 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 right. because of the conversation we had. And Which is also why I told you because of the conversation exactly. we had. Exactly. That's funny. Bro. I didn't want to come off as being like, yeah, I already know that, bro. I was like kind of part of it. <laughs> and, and and But then I ended up lying in a weird way or like pretending yeah, yeah. that I didn't know. Yeah. But that's what that's what happened. You know what's funny about that too? I actually thought about that. I was like, <laughs> we've never texted. He had to get my number somehow. Like Francis, without a doubt, is the number one candidate to give. Like he did our pod. Like there's no. Uh, I was like, but then I didn't think more into it. I was like, all right, whatever. Yeah, but that's really funny, dude. I thought that was, and it was such that's an really amazing good. example of the very phenomenon we had talked about. Yeah, of like, totally. I don't need people to think that you know, I. I it was just another... <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. If, like, it, it's it's the equivalent almost of being like, oh, I'm doing so-and-so club. Oh, you're going to love that club. I just did it. Yeah. Like, somehow it's related to that. Yeah. You always have an example of, like, making yourself involved or better. There's, or <laughs> there's no way for me to let you know that I knew you were opening for him without sounding like I want some measure of ownership or or praise or something like that Mm -hmm. that i want credit Mm -hmm. and so uh, you know what i so i lost so i basically just acted surprised but then i felt very dishonest yeah yeah yeah, that's funny but i think that that's better it's it's whatever it wouldn't have mattered either way i know but but you're definitely not being dishonest i only did i only did it because we'd had the conversation normally i would have been like yeah i just gave him your number Yeah, yeah yeah that's sick yeah uh anyway dude that's very all right so how was it tell me about it so it was good Shows are both great, but this is there's something funny happened. So, um, it was me and Eagle Wit uh, and Mark. 
who's always with with Andrew. Um, and we're sitting in the green room. The end of the second show, a fan busts into the green room. Ooh. And whoever Schultz is like, uh, like manager or guy or whatever, he gets up. He's like, dude, you can't be in here. You can't be in here. And the guy's like, yo, Schultz, bro, just let me shoot my shot, dude. Like, I'm shooting my shot. Like, can I get a picture with you, bro? I know this is my only opportunity. And Schultz is like, he like weaves like, all right, waves him over, right? As the guy's walking in, he sees Eagle. He goes, oh, yo, I saw you. By the way, the, this, I'm not like impersonating someone's race. This person's race is not what you would expect, just so you know. Okay? It's a guy who talks like this. Who maybe is not what the first choice would be okay. if you had to guess. Cool. Okay, so cool. I have nice no, disclaimer. There. I have no qualms doing this. Yo, bro, I saw you too. Yo, that's him. That's Himothy. He said calling about Eagle. Yo, Himothy? You, yeah. <laughs> that's Himothy. I've never heard of that. That's good. <laughs> so he so, oh whoa. Then he looks across the room, he sees Mark. He goes, Yo, you too, man. Yo, you were fire, bro. Yo, you killed that shit. Then he looks to the left and sees me and goes. Matter of fact, I got to keep it real. But yo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he didn't He didn't praise you? He specifically wanted to show that he needed to keep it real, which meant that he could not praise me because he didn't like me. What the <laughs> dude, fuck? It was dude, I had really good sets on both shows, too. And I was like, God damn it. And then in the back of my head, I'm like, is there some world where Schultz just like wasn't appear- paying attention to the shows at all? And here's that guy say that. And just thinks that like I didn't do well. That's a Francis neuroticism there. Now this is the thing. If I am to the to me the the power move there, you say nothing about it. Ha ha. Don't think about it again. It's over. Mind you, I'd been getting harassed more than usual that day. A lot of angry DMs. Uh-huh. So I was a little more sensitive. I like where this is going. I like where this is going. I know. I know that by saying anything about it hurts me. This you is a situation lose. where doing anything is bad. Doing nothing is the winning solution. Yeah. Oh, bro, you know that I... You heard me, though. I was... No. Oh, these fucking guys. Can you believe that guy came in here and said that? No. None of that. Haha. Over. Don't think about I'm it again. having a little hard trouble following who's talking there, but... These are, no, these, <laughs> okay, sorry. What? These are two... Di- what I was just saying are two... Are two different... These are two different possible approaches to me talking That's about you what being, you doing you. Okay, Both of okay. those are me doing me. All right, all right. That's just me doing me. That's me being Himothy, bro. I'm Himothy. I'm Himothy. Uh, Wait, really quick. Did nobody else in the room, when he didn't praise you, okay. say anything? Everyone went, ah. And Mark went, what are you talking about, bro? Like, he killed. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, agreed. But I also, I, I, I would have done that even if the person didn't. Because I would have been defend even if the person did to someone else. If some if a if a if a bogey broke past the <laughs> past the line uh, and started insulting people in the room, I would immediately defend the person in yes, the room, yes. even if I didn't think that they did. One hundred percent. But he literally went after me. I did extremely well, especially on the second show. Actually, I thought anyway, whatever. But it was pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, so what did you do? Nothing. They, oh, like, right, you dude. did the right thing. Yeah, I just chuckled. I was like, all right, dude. Because you said I had a couple of options. Uh, I did nothing. Ah. I didn't do it. I did nothing. Are you pleased with that? Yeah. It was the only path forward. <laughs> and choosing to do something else would have been me succumbing to my own like neuro- neuroses. You said that you'd had a day where you'd been harassed a lot. Yeah, people so were insulting me. You were really setting us up to make it sound like oh, you sorry. had succumbed to your baser instincts. 
no. and had responded. So I'm sorry if that was a bit of a letdown. But no, no, I, I'm happy. <laughs> you, you, it's remarkable restraint. No, but it's, so I'm all I'm saying is that I think I was in a position where I was even more likely, yeah, to do quote do the most ah. in that situation. Yeah, uh, which I knew knew I needed to restrain myself from doing. One, uh, wonderful. I'm wow. not necessarily patting myself on the back. I no, still think no, we are. It's a possibility that I caught an, an undeserved L in that scenario. But Yeah, but you but you didn't because you admit right now that had you done anything, that would have been the greater L. So you have to call bad. it a victory. Agreed. Now, um You're Do mean. you wish that the rest of the guys in there had done more? No. That when that guy was rude to you. Schultz had said, hey, you don't get a picture because you were mean to my friend. I believe he, they had already taken the picture. Uh, and no, I don't need any sort of... That guy, it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not even saying he's a no, but I'm just saying, like, I'm sorry if this is starting to become a bit of a manic trade. Whoa, no, it's good. We love... we love. It's good if you come to my side of the fence. I thought, I thought he went... He, <laughs> he went... Ah. When, he, when the guy started saying that, she was like, ah. like, like, we all knew that this should be struck from the record. Yes. Was the was what it appeared the reaction to be. I see. And you know, what if I was like, yo, you come in this group like if I stand up, yeah, no, yeah, come yeah, on. yeah. No, no. Come you on. can't do that. <laughs> Get you out of here. You can't disturb the peace. Yeah, yeah. It was all yeah. No And it's funny, now that I've been headlining, um, it's interesting to be opening for people because I am far more aware of little specific things that go a long way when somebody's opening for me. And I will never let on like I'm keeping tabs but i am uh-huh. i'm very well aware of every single thing that everybody's doing uh-huh. the entire weekend mm-hmm. and while i have a ton of tolerance for most of it there are certain things that would really bother me where you'd never know that i was bothered yeah so it's interesting to be able to take that into account now interesting i think i've always been a, a good opener in the sense of like uh compatibility like i don't cause problems i'm not you don't get to open for the caliber of comedians that you have if you are in any way um less than perfect well, i appreciate that uh, 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 like behavior wise just me. just in every aspect of yeah. being a feature it's it's yeah. i to me it's it's uh it's a role that requires more professionalism even than being a headliner mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you to be a, a great one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. And so, yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always known that about you. And and what are some things that people do that features have done what, that would would bother you? Because so, I have a lot. I I I I worry that I will it will be too obvious who I'm talking about if I were to. But okay, here's here's some general ones. Trying to sort of like set the agenda for the weekend, mm. like. Be like tr- trying to outline what the plans are going to be away from the shows. No, telling me this is what we should be doing tomorrow. Someone has done that. Yes. Wait, you're saying not not. Hey, why don't we do this? Why don't why don't we plan on meeting? Someone has said that to mm. me before. <laughs> to me, that is ap- a- outrageous. Uh-huh. So why don't we plan for tomorrow? On yeah, that is unacceptable. Uh, and a variety of other things. I know, but I want to hear what yours are. I think I've said these before, but I, I really don't like it when um, the person in front of me does crowd work. So interesting. So all of my criteria are about behavior off stage. I don't have a single stipulation of on stage. 
which interesting. is interesting. But I, I've heard this one too. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it when they do crowd work in front of me because I want to do some crowd work. And if they've picked over the first two rows of audience, then by the time I get up there and I'm like, "What do you do for work?" and they're like, "I'm a, I'm a firefighter." The whole crowd knows that already. Yeah, the, the yeah. guy before me, and I wasn't able to see it or hear it, and so yeah, I'm yeah. I'm, tro- I'm trotting over trodden ground. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's you know it sucks. And then I also I don't like. I mean, I, you've learned this about me. I don't like really loud music in the green room. <laughs> well, you get to decide that though, right? If it's your show. yeah, I do. Yeah. But I but I also don't like a ton of people in the green room. Mm-hmm. I don't like representation in the green room mm. especially before the show mm-hmm. i really don't like that i don't want agents and managers and industry people to come in before the show i want it to just be the people performing mm. um and i don't know that's kind of it I, I don't think i'm too much of a diva to be honest with you i just want it to be like a peaceful place that we can gather our thoughts to get ready for the performance we're about to put on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah sort of my thought. that's solid yeah, mine is all like behavior, and I'm, granted, maybe it's a little different because like a lot of the time I bring people, and you, I know you you don't always do that. Not really. Um, so mine usually centers around the hang. Like anybody who's being burdensome in any way to me is a problem. Yeah. So whether you're being, because listen, we're all friends, right? But this is a specific version of our friendship where, you know, this is like I'm doing these long shows, and like I get to decide things. So be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Don't try to like make us be even Steven. This isn't the time for it. We are, but in this capacity, I'm deciding what we do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so any sort of lack to acknowledge that, um, I don't know. It's mostly that kind of shit, but Interesting. whatever. Um, huh. Anyway. <laughs> well, I, I, um, I've been having a lot of fun in stand-up lately. That's great. Because I forced myself to start trying really big chunks of new material. Oh, nice. That uh, I'm going to be working on that jury duty story. Oh, nice. And that came after the po- out of the podcast. Hell and I yeah. just was like, I got to get on fucking stage and tell... Yeah. The, the fact that you laughed as hard as you did when I went, wah, 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 <laughs> oh, God. made me think that's like, really oh, funny. maybe that's a funny bit. And then I did that, and then I tied it in as the way I got out of jury duty. Yeah, yeah. And I just went on stage, and I'm telling you, it was like a four-minute thing where I hadn't written anything. And it got laughs. Right. And I'm like, all right, this is a fucking big, big lump of clay. Yeah. And let's see if after 20 tellings, I've got some features. Yeah. It's a really nice thing, dude, to uh, be working on. Makes it fun. Yeah. Makes it fun. That's really great. I'm happy to hear it. Um, good shit, dude. Yeah. So Francis is looking like we're toward the tail end of winter. Yeah, we are. A bit, which is nice. We got that little late February Suns, dusting. The sun's starting to think about coming out, baby. Yeah, there were even sun sun rays poking through my window somehow through the scaffolding uh, this morning, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. And it reminds me that uh, you know, nicer times are ahead. So if you guys are looking for a new pair of shades going into the summer. Highly recommend Shady Rays. Shady Rays. We just got our pairs of Shady Rays, and I'm feeling fit and flirty and ready to be naughty. Shady Rays. Shady Rays. (laughs) Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics, 
for all your outdoor adventures. Yeah, you can tell they're high quality. They do. Uh, they also have, uh, offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by a lost and broken uh, replacements, which is nice. Uh, Shady Rays is good stuff, man. If you need some good some good stuff to uh, guard your eyes from the old sun, definitely recommend getting a pair. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code OOPS for 50 percent off oh my wow goodness two or more pairs of polarized yeah you gotta get two you're gonna want to 50 percent off Just don't even wow. bother with getting one you're gonna want two you're gonna want a little uh choice a little selection there shady rays it's shady rays <laughs> so um boy oh boy what dude i have a so if i have a, a random question that's very this isn't something i would normally bring up on the pod but I think it's specific enough that it's worth discussing. Do you think that sisters discuss the genitalia of their boyfriends with each other? Ooh. Boyfriends or husbands in any capacity. That's a good question. Like in a, you know, hit, like, hey, can I ask you a question? Does your so-and-so have this? Like, that's one way. But also, like, he's got a fucking hog on him. Like, is that yeah, happening too? Good question. Like, I'm just so curious. And is it, and it might not even be like, oh, he has a hog on him. It might be like, he's got a hog on him. And like, I really have to like prepare. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I wonder about this. Um, Sisters out there? My guess, my guess is that everyone's different, right? Obviously, that's the first answer. But then the, uh, the second answer would be that um, my guess would be that women, uh, when they're younger and the relationships are less, you know, who knows if this will last early on seeing a guy, they probably are more likely to offer details about totally. But what about stuff. to the sister, to their sister? Yeah. My guess. Do you think, do you think specifically to the sister to, as well? It applies. Yeah. Is it weird to talk about it with your sister? I would, would you talk about it with your brother? I don't know. dude. When you guys were younger, like maybe not. Like, I might talk about sex as a uh, abstract idea. <laughs> I mean, what is sex? But I would even? never... No, like... like <laughs> and, no, there were... I mean, listen, there were... I mean, there was one time that I actually feel bad about where... So, I just want just want you to show. Like, I'm not like... It's not like weird. Like, one time, his him and his girlfriend were staying at my apartment. And I had had my show and I ended up bringing somebody home and they could like hear us, Ooh. which was like at the time I didn't like think that much about it. And I was kind of like, all right, well, whatever. Like, but now I'm sort of like, oh, maybe that was like not a good look on my part. Uh, How old were you? I don't Yeah. You don't think about those things then. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, so, it's an age thing. But. But I'm not telling my brother, man, you should have seen this girl. Like, I might have told, I might talk that way with a friend, but with my brother, I don't know. I just, like, don't. Um, I don't know if it's a good me- a measurement. Example. Yeah, it's a good question, dude. That is a, that is a very good question and one that I, I'm only guessing at. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, my sister and I would never have oh, in yeah. a million years brought up sex to yeah. each other at all. Yeah. I mean, you can't, and like, and speaking of which, she just had her second baby. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Congratulations. Yesterday. Uncle, I'm a, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Francis. Uncle Francis. Yeah. Baby Theo. 
Wow. wow. Big baby, 10 pounds. Wow. Damn. Big yeah. old boy. <laughs> you got to put a lacrosse stick in his hands I young. I know. That kid's going to be on the offensive line. <laughs> He's going to be a thrasher. Yeah, yeah. So that's thrilling. Uh, very excited for them. Um, really, really am. Really happy. Very relieved. When your sister's the mother, uh, there's worry. Oh, right. You know? It's a, uh, you know. You just really want it to go well. You want to get the call that everything's good and happy and healthy. Yeah, I mean, dude, in the in, in, a, in a past time, that was one of the leading causes of death. Yeah. You know? Exactly. So, so all seems good. All systems go. Very happy. Two babies. They are uh, growing the fam. Excellent. Dude. Um, I spoke to her. <laughs> I spoke to her. Later in the day, after after you know she's still in the hospital, obviously, and um, I said, uh, you know, how's it going? How are you feeling? She's like, good, you know, I'm tired, uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe I've got one more in me or something like that. You know, <laughs> no. alluding to like, yeah, well, ba- thinking. About, I'm like, why are you? You don't have to think about baby number three right now, right? Right. You know, you deserve a couple of weeks mm-hmm. to not have that thought in your mind. But I don't know. I'm, I'm just imp- impressed by the resilience of uh, of mothers. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Agreed, bro. Yeah. Um, well, dude. Speaking of parents, I've begun to begin become slightly concerned about some of my dad's behavior. Mm. Uh, and I know they say as you get older, the, the knob sort of turns further to the right. Uh, but he's, he's starting to ask, he's okay. He calls me the other day. He's like, Hey, so he's, he's doing this thing for these Chinese students. Right. So he's coming to New York in the summer for a week. He goes, you know, any places I can crash? I'm like, what? (laughs) I'm like, dude, where are you? My college buddy? (laughs) Like, no, I don't know any places you can crash. He goes, and then he starts making suggestions after I. I'm pretty, I, I'm polite about it too. I'm like, I'm not sure to be honest, but I can probably help you get a good rate on a hotel. You know, so like while I can't help what he wants, I have a solution. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to be thoughtful. And he goes, you know, like what if one of your pals is like out of town or something? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, like, like Danny Palmer, he calls him Dan Johnson. He goes, what about Dan Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> My dad, Dan Johnson is going to be here, dude. And yeah. he has, he lives in a 300 square foot fucking studio. Like, All right. Let me tell you, I'm going to just say this right now. I would be very happy to have your dad stay in my place. <laughs> dude, you, really? I mean that to the degree, too, where there's probably a high likelihood. I don't know when he's would be theoretically coming in. But one, I trust him. He's an adult. You know? <laughs> I know he's not going to be, like, ripping a bong <laughs> in our apartment and getting us in trouble with our building. Um, and two, there's a high likelihood that we'll be away. So Okay. I love your dad. Careful what you wish for, dude. Yeah. Um. And then- I think he'd be a lot happier staying at our place than he would at Dan Johnson's place. <laughs> I suspect you are this correct. This is a distinguished scholar coming into town for lectures and, yeah. you know, geopolitical events. I mean, my God, we'd be honored to have yeah, him. That's, that's very nice. All right. I'm going to float. I'm going to float it. We'll see. You know, you tell stories about your dad that are very funny and very down to earth, but... A lot of the time, lost in that is the fact that he is a tenured professor <laughs> in some of the most respected academic circles. It's true in the it country. Is true. It is true. Um, He's definitely, uh, which I think adds to his allure, in my opinion. I also, I'm a bit of a sycophant when it comes to academia. Yeah, uh, and maybe that's what's making me so happy to roll out a red carpet for him. Maybe no, maybe, but like, yeah, I'm sometimes I when I see people's reaction to that, I remember I'm like, oh yeah, like he has a cool yeah. thing going on, but. Dude, then he's like, 
what about uh what about your like i'll bring an air mattress and like stay on your floor i'm like dude treat yourself he pal. deserves better than treat that. treat yourself yeah you're not sleeping on my floor right he's like well i don't care i'm like all right but dude like he he started to act as if we have this like he they can't stay over policy i'm like where are you gonna stay dude mm. you're just gonna be on the floor in the hallway <laughs> what are you talking about yeah. you're not sleeping on the floor dude. right right i don't know and then i'm like am i being like a fucking am i being like uh, uh stuck up or something no it's tricky it's a tricky thing that is not easy because um your parents have given you your whole life and totally. have always had an open door and always said stay yeah. come stop over stay over um and i don't know that it you know not not knowing how to house your parents in your apartment your new york city apartment is not necessarily a non-reciprocal policy right exactly if we had another bedroom of course you could see exactly exactly you know um yeah so anyway but then dude he did this other, so all right he's been doing this other thing too where he will like latch on to something i say one time and act like it's what i do so he he calls me i'm out on my little road trip actually it's like 10 a.m he's like <laughs> what's up he's like what are you up to he's like you you at brunch <laughs> and i'm like what it's like 10 o'clock in the morning it's like he's 10 years behind on cultural <laughs> like uh buzzwords and also like my parents their brunch is like at 10 a.m yeah it just makes me think he picked he just picked up a, an issue of cosmo from 2006 <laughs> where everyone's like brunch is the new lunch or something everyone's brunching yeah dude so then he goes he goes you're not and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, you just go to, you go to brunch every week, every Sunday you go to brunch. That's your special thing. I was like, I do? <laughs> I do that? He's like, yes, you do that. I'm like, no, I don't. Uh -huh. He goes, you don't? I'm like, I don't. And then he goes, hey, relax. I'm like, dude, <laughs> oh my God. this is like, and I, dude, I just hear my mom laughing in the background. I'm like, thank God you witnessed this. This is like multiple layers of gaslighting occurring at the same time. You did this. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, you didn't. Hey, Jill. What? Dude, it's absolutely insane. I love that. I'm like, dude, that is very frustrating. I love that. <laughs> I love that from your dad. Dude, insane. What a funny guy. What a funny guy. Oh, man. You said something early on that I was I had a thought of, but um, now I've forgotten. I can't remember what it was. No, okay, no. Dude, so... I left out, so I did nine stops on my road trip. I'm sorry to keep talking about this. Jesus. But yeah, one that I left out, which is, to me, was a really fascinating one that I hadn't really heard about, but the Flight 93 Memorial. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Is that in um, where the plane crashed? Yes. Holy cow. Western I would love to go to that. It is obviously a very intense experience um, and just a, a sort of like less talked about very important layer to that entire story mm -hmm. um and it shows where it crashed the way that the memorial is set up is very uh is very like thoughtful and powerful i thought and uh yeah dude it literally just crashed in the middle of nowhere and then in the actual little museum portion you can hear like those phone calls that people were making oh shit. my god yeah which i couldn't even listen dude i couldn't oh, even do wow. it it's yeah, still too tough. soon for me dude right uh but a very uh you know you got to really drive an extremely long way to get there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which made it uh, one of definitely one of the 
highlights, though it's a low light ultimately. Mm-hmm. But uh, nice to go and pay my respects and uh, remember a very crazy day. Wow. Um, is that an incredibly rural area? I mean, was it anywhere near uh, houses or other very population r- centers? Or? Very rural. If I recall, it's like, it's still, it's not as far southwestern Pennsylvania as Fort, where Fort Necessity was. Or it's not like quite Pittsburgh, but it's like not far. It's only, I think, like an hour from there. My, East. My, my question being... Mountainous, yeah. sort of like hilly... Yeah. Exiting mountainous territory. My question being, you know, how lucky was it that the the plane so crashed? He's 20 minutes away from DC. Oh, wow. And it was heading for the White House. Yeah. Um, wow. So, and the other thing, too, that bummed me out even more, according to the official story or whatever, the struggle, they struggled to take the plane over. They didn't try to bring it down because it was going to the white house they didn't they weren't like all right we all got to go down i think that the way that they make it sound is that once the terrorists realized there's no way that they could make it to the white house they decided to just bring it down wait i don't understand so i think that everybody realized supposedly that the plane was heading for the white house at that point like we need to do something so they rushed the cabin or whatever and tried to take over but they weren't like we need to bring this plane down I think the, they're the like, passengers. Yeah, I think they're like they weren't like we need to try to re re command the plane and find a way to land it safely. I think that like it sounds as if that were to be the next step if they were to able to successfully defeat the terrorists in the moment. I I thought that once the passengers revolted and you know used the drink cart as a battering ram and fought back and all of that. Um, the guys, the pilots, the terrorist pilots, put it into a nosedive that was unrecoverable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, did, I just didn't like oh. know that. I only know that from seeing the movie, Flight 93. Oh, yeah. Which, dude, that movie came out way too soon. I remember seeing that. it and yeah. being like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why am I here watching this? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So the struggle, I just thought that in the struggle, the plane ended up going down. I just wasn't properly informed. Uh, interesting. So, anyway. Interesting. Um, Truly heroic. Totally, man. And, you know, it's nice to, I know I always say this, but I try my best to have a, to perfect my approach because I don't want to see too much before I go somewhere because it'll spoil it a little, Mm -hmm. but I want to know stuff. So I think what I've landed on is if it's a historic site, research without looking at pictures. Mm -hmm. That is my Mm -hmm. final. And if there's any sort of audio accompaniment, listen to it on the way. Oh, wow. Which is a fun addition. Interesting. Look at you, man. Nobody is a a drier sponge for information (laughs) than Giulio Gallarotti. Just absolutely bottomless capacity for new learning. It's impressive. Thank you, man. Most people say, I've learned enough today. I'm going to shut it down. (laughs) I mean, I just certainly... Yeah, but you are driving a long way to learn. Yeah, I think I drove. I drove twenty two hours total in two days. Holy smokes, dude! <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, the pursuit of knowledge is. Uh, I find it more and more rewarding the older I get. Mm. Um, I love reading. Yeah, I really love reading, and I feel the same sense of accomplishment from throwing away you know getting through whatever 60 pages in a day that i do from crushing a hard full one hour workout yeah 
Yeah, dude. Feel just about the same thing. Totally. No, it's fun for sure. And yeah. uh, dude, I'm kind of like a husky. Like you got to walk me a lot in order for me to be a good boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like some yeah. some weeks, I'm just in my apartment. I might, and I'm about to just start eating the couch. Yeah. You know, figuratively speaking. And by doing that, by like burning myself out, I come back able to focus. Huh. Actually, <laughs> and it's it's going and seeing sights and exploring that that is what sometimes yeah like doing that 22 you know 22 hours of driving in two days i came back like wrecked you know what i mean yeah and was able to still like do a little bit of work in the afternoon but then the rest of the week was like an amazingly productive week for me. wow um also i think it was so funny when you told us you were leaving you're just like Hill dogs out of town. I'm going on a trip. <laughs> Hit <Unreal>. the road. <laughs> at one point, a guy at the memorial asked me to take a picture. Um, and I'm not kidding. He probably was like an older guy, but he goes, you just push the white button. <laughs> I'm like, dude, come on. Are you serious? That is like acute mansplaining. Yeah, that's that's age-splaining in a way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it reveals more about him. Totally. About like, you. he just doesn't realize that that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Bird dogs. <laughs> I'm wearing, I brought some bird dogs in today to, uh, to do a big workout. I have a big workout coming up. I didn't have a whole lot of room in my backpack. What are you doing? I'm going to go probably do a fitting room. Wow. I think I'm going to do one of those. With the H? Yeah. What is it exactly? It's, uh, stations. Oh, cool. Like circuit workout? Yeah, it's tough. And you're going to get in there with your bird diddly dogs. Yeah. Sweat. Well, I didn't have a whole lot of room in my backpack that I brought in. And so I said to myself, well, okay, I could either bring a pair of shorts and some spanders spandacaroonies or one pair of bird dogs brilliant and boy oh boy all of a sudden that backpack started to feel a lot bigger a lot more spacious that's great yeah such that i could add my book and my headphones and my bottle of water and the gym shoes and the tank top and the socks yeah that's what it's all about man <laughs> is it? it's about economizing <laughs> your space that's what bird dogs 100%. does it is the answer to Making life more efficient. Travel it has light. The built-in spandex underwear liner that's great for exercising, great for just feeling comfortable. The shorts are phenomenal for exercising, for lounging, for swimming, all of that. The pants are the same way. Built-in underwear liner. Trust me, guys. We absolutely love everything that Bird Dogs is making. And right now, you can go to birddogs.com, use promo code OOPS, you'll get a free tumbler with your purchase. Get yourself some pants, joggers, or shorts, or all of the above. Birddogs.com. Promo code OOPS. Can I ask you a question, actually? So you, do you have a slap tear? Did I, did I make that up? Um, when you talk about I think out. my shoulder? Yeah. I think I have had. It might have healed by now. Okay. Maybe it never did, and I'm just not even doing those exercises anymore. Okay. Because they say that that can happen. So I've been doing physical therapy for a while, and I'm starting, and it's not really doing anything. I'm starting to think that I have one. Yeah. Um, and I'm wondering, you know, at what point, if it just doesn't get better, do I decide if I'm going to get surgery or not? Cause like I can't do stuff with my left arm. Like I can, I can do this. I can do that, whatever. I can't do any sort of like weightlifting. Not that I care, but like even playing tennis, I suspect would be a very painful endeavor. I'm like, do I never want to play tennis again. So I'm like, should I do like any wacky shit? Like fasting. And I'm like, like that seems very extreme. But my physical therapist was like, you could get an MRI, but I'm just warning you somehow going down the road of getting surgery, even if you're not planning to get surgery, somehow ends in surgery. And I was like, wow, that's... That's what your physical therapist said? <laughs> I was like, that's pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. That, um, 
my God, you know, the more we find out about our bodies, the more we realize just how much damage we've done. <laughs> Dude, it's I, I, I went in for, uh, to, to ask a, 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 po, a, a podiatrist, a foot doctor, uh, about why my toes hurt so much because, um, I th- I, they're they're always rubbing against each other and I've, i had a lot of toe pain mm. and she said well let's take an x-ray and in taking the x-ray i think i told you this she said that i had three separate fractures in my foot oh yeah and i was like i didn't even fucking i didn't come in for that don't tell me that we're yeah. talking about the toes <laughs> so what do you do she's like well they've they're not you know they've they haven't healed but they're not going to get worse. Mm-hmm. But it's just, you know, from playing soccer, probably, and lacrosse. At, at some point, someone stepped on my foot. Never got... I, I, I look back on pain that I just dealt with in my athletic career, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, if you go to get that x-ray at that point, you, they're going to tell you, you're out six weeks, right. you need to let this heal. Right. Um. And just stuff that you played through because you knew that everyone around you was doing the exact same thing. Right. You know, the the, the, the real injuries that sidelined people were torn ACLs and concussions mm-hmm. and broken arms and things like that. Do you think that's a war era injury or something that you've done in adulthood? My broken, my the breaks in my feet? Yeah. Sports. From like playing lacrosse though. And, and probably soccer specifically. Yeah. Makes sense. Right just, foot? I think both feet had Jesus. had breaks. Oh, did you you played soccer in college too, right? Yeah, I did one uh, one year of two. Nice. So. Um, which you know was was tough. That's so like underrated about you that you were like an ext- that you were played Division One soccer. Also, it's something that I can't <laughs> say because uh, there's it's just it's just pure arrogance. <laughs> it's just a fact. You literally did it. You know, it doesn't have to be arrogant. Yeah. It's all right to be a fucking star athlete, huh? I remember we <laughs> we we drove to play Columbia in soccer and we it was this was it was weird. I played Yeah, I it, somehow it was the off No. We I, we went to play Columbia and on the way back, we were this the soccer team was so small that our coaches could drive us. You know, we didn't need to hire like a big, big coach bus. Yeah. And so we had, I think, two big sprinter vans. And the assistant coach was driving the one we were in. And everybody in the... And he was a young guy. I mean, he was like 24, 25. Had played somewhere else and was the assistant coach. Cool, dude. Yeah. To the degree that he came out with us one oh, night. Nice. Um, and got fucked up and slept on someone's futon. Um, and it was like, we, we all knew and we couldn't talk about it cause he would have been fired mm. and we liked him. Um, but, uh, he probably regrets that. I wonder cause he didn't do it again, mm. but, um, <laughs> that guy was driving and everybody on the team threw a dip in. Back to D. And I, you know, I was, I hated, I didn't hate dipping. But I never liked it, which I'm glad I didn't yeah. because I know how addictive it is. And But I didn't want to be the odd man out. So I threw a dip in and, you know, we're driving from New York to Boston. It's hours, hours, dude. Yeah. The battle, because you couldn't be like, coach, can we pull over? Yeah. I need to throw up. Um, 
because everybody was like silently dipping and it was we weren't supposed to be um but we kind of thought he knew and but would and would have been cool but man i was i took obviously i took it out immediately and, and just was like reeling from it dude it's the worst feeling one time my girlfriend in college thought I was cheating on her because I wasn't responding, but I was just vomiting for two hours from dipping. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, like, 18-year-old high stakes. Are you? And I'm literally like, uh, she, yeah. she, she won't, she refuses to realize she's wrong. She's, like, come this far, is still yelling at me as I, my head's on the toilet. Oh, my God. No, insane. She was with you? No. She, like, came to, like, find where I was and found me, and I was sick, vomiting at my friend's house from dipping. Damn. Dude, not to mention, even when Brian F. Schultz, my savior drove me from Fort Myers to Miami. We're in the car. It's this triumphant moment. He gives me like a snooze, which is sort of like this. Yeah. Five minutes in, it starts to get to the point where I'm like, ooh. And like while moving, it's yeah. actually worse. I immediately yeah. took it out and recovered, but ooh. I was close. Do you know that when I went to Sweden um, when I was probably 24? Yeah. 24 years old. Um, me and three of my friends, we were all single. We, we went to some i think maybe we were in oslo actually in norway but um we were sitting at some outdoor cafe bar and uh we started talking to these girls and you know norwegian scandinavians are very standoffish they're not particularly accustomed to like strangers coming up and saying hey can we sit with you guys can we talk to you guys for a little bit um so we were just doing our best and 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 they were kind of being they were they were realizing that we were just nice guys and not being weird or anything but i remember specifically one of them put a snooze in the girls and i was like oh you you guys do that <laughs> and they were like yeah what do you mean and i couldn't specify that i that you know that was such a watching someone pack tobacco in their lip was more of a male thing right. in america right. so i had to like make something up and be like oh i could never it's too powerful for me and then she was like well why don't you try the gum and she had the tobacco gum the the not the tobacco the nicotine oh, yeah, gum. Yeah. and i was like oh cool and i ate some of that and that fucking put me on my yeah, ass yeah dude yeah can you swallow the gum i don't think no, so no None of dude it, it that hit me so hard Dude, it just, yeah, you're right, though. You picked your guy being like, all right, three and one batters count. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a cow poke, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, rodeo handler. Yeah. Totally. All right, I got one more thing, Chris. Yeah. I was Um, just going to say, I was in Seattle, and I saw that they have that stupid gum wall there, and you're just like, so this stuff never digests in your body. It's Mm going to last forever. Yeah. I swallow gum all the time. Yeah. I can see that for you, Ryan. Me me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My grandparents wouldn't let me have it because they thought that meant I was going to die. They're like, you'll choke and die. They wouldn't give it to me. Damn. Yeah. I'm glad you I've swallowed gum while we've recorded this podcast before. All right, Ryan. Let's not. Ryan's a big gum guy, so maybe you have like a heightened. You never, you have no idea how big of a gum guy Ryan is. I have an idea. But he looks at gum as a hobby. Yeah. I like to view chewing gum the same way that people smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And I take pride in that because that's cool. That's like cool and not dangerous. It's gum. <laughs> chewing gum? Chewing gum so you, cool. You chew gum because you think it adds to your look. It could. I mean, when we went to the Celtics game, I got a green pack of gum. And there was nothing sexier than whipping out a stick of that. That's yeah. Solid. Oh, green. He gum. said. He said to me on the way to the Celtics game, he's like, "I know exactly what gum I'm gonna bring tomorrow." 
It's a fresh pack of It's the most important part of his outfit. <laughs> Dude, I picture Ryan being the principal of a school and like trying to encourage kids not to vape and being like, it's not cool. And just going, right there. That's you right there. See? Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Did I tell you that this morning, my beloved wife brought me in an absolutely perfect iced oat milk latte <laughs> with two shots of Brooklyn Roastings Oops Beans. Put it on the bedside table. I said to myself, does the day start any better? I ran into the bathroom to throw some cold water on my face. I like to spritz up a little like bit that. before I have that first sip. And while I was in there, Ruby came in and knocked the whole coffee oh! all over the room. No. <laughs> what a crazy swing, dude. It was it made me so mad that I wanted to uh I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to spank her. <laughs> I wanted to give her a bad good old spanking. <laughs> I said, You don't understand how much that coffee means to me, you bad dog. You naughty girl bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was furious about it, but did you, did you say rhubarb? Yeah, I said rhubarb Ellis. <laughs> Sarah was like, "Did we choose the last name for her?" And I was like, uh, "Maybe I didn't have that right." Go to your cage. Yeah, go to your go to your um, go to your basket. That's what we say. <laughs> go to your basket, even though it's a bed. <laughs> it's not a basket. Uh, I was really mad losing a, a two. Oh, such a delicious coffee. Mm. Brooklyn Roasting, Oops Beans. Oh, my God. Losing that. Got to make it all over again. Oh, it's just it, it, the cleanup. <laughs> it wasn't even the cleanup. It was just knowing that I I didn't get to have that coffee exactly right when I wanted it. Yeah. I was so excited about it. And now you have a, dis- a difficult task ahead of you before getting to have it one. It set the whole day back, man. <sighs> I've just been fighting an uphill battle ever since You've then. You've had a bit of a tough day. Actually. Having a tough day. <laughs> Golly, golly rhubarb, but still love the dog and more than anything, love the coffee. Uh, We have our own coffee from Oops, uh, the Oops Beans from Brooklyn Roasting Company, one of the most respected, well-liked, sought-after roasters in the entire country, as far as I can tell. Uh, Brooklyn Roasting Company, guys, you can go get our coffee, the Oops Beans, and any of the other coffees that they have right now at brooklynroasting.com. Use promo code Oops Beans, that's going to be 5% off for you. Lucky dogs. You're lucky. Good dogs. Good dog. Brooklynroasting.com. Promo code Oops Beans. Do I have one more thing before uh, we wrap it up here? Um, unless you have other things to say as well. If you had to assign gum to a decade of American history, what decade would you assign gum to? What What comes to mind when you think of gum chewing? I don't know. Bubble gum, like the no, 90s no, no. What, 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 what years? The nineties. It that, is the nineties. Is it? It's definitely the nineties. But I just thought that that's when I was growing up, and that's when I was most. No, man. I when I think right now of when was gum big. Nineties. When was gum huge? It's the nineties. It's clueless. It's uh, you yeah. know the, the 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 masticating indifference. Lindsay Lohan. Just uh, masticating is not the right word. What, what's what's when what? when cows Parent chew trap? cud. Uh, oh, yeah, but what's that called? What's the know. word for that? Is it ma- masticating? What's cud? Cud is chewed grass that they keep chewing. Got it. What does masticate look mean? Does that mean spitting? Masticate, uh, chewing. Oh, it is chewing. All right, I was right. 
Well done. In the early 2000s. Yeah, trust me. Playing the game trust covers the things. spread. Yeah. <laughs> Over, under, will Francis have a, yeah. a word no one has heard uh, before the end of the episode. All right, what's, what's your thing? Okay, so I told you about the thing where the Spaniard was all up in my shit in yeah. the Delta Lounge, right? Yeah. A friend of mine replied to that and was like, Spaniards are weird about spatial awareness, which I just thought was a hilarious thing that they said. Who knows if that's true or not. But anyway, uh, I'm, in, I'm in the gym on the treadmill. And, I, dude, I'm not kidding you. There's 19 treadmills in a row. I'm the only person using one. Spaniard pulls up on the one directly next to me. There's 18 fucking treadmills. What are you doing? That's not okay. So maybe that is true. Yeah. Any, Span- any Spaniards out there, let me know if you're just comfortable rubbing up shoulders with people or something. I don't know. I, I would like to get to the bottom of this. Was this, you were on a treadmill in a lounge? In a gym. Oh. No, 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 sorry. Oh. This is a separate. I see. Yeah. Uh, wow. You're like, oh. I didn't know they had that. Um, all right. I got one more for you. Okay. I got one more for you. Uh, I have taken the subway home for the last uh, two or three days. And on the last two days, a woman has gotten on my car on the F train and said the following. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to keep this brief. I'm really uh, embarrassed and humiliated, but... Um, I'm. Uh, this is my last resort. I have gone to all the following shelters. Blah blah blah. And she lists like five or six places, and they've all run out. Um, and I need just to pay for diapers for my baby. Can anything helps? Even a bottle of water, whatever. And she's told the same story three days in a row. To the degree that I know, it's not honest. So okay, okay, yeah. But like to me, it's like all right. If the if the shelter is is doesn't have any capacity anymore, or whatever that could theoretically be true for three straight days. But I'm I'm assuming you were just giving me the gist. Let's yeah. Let's just say that there are pieces of information in her pitch that couldn't possibly be true. <laughs> three days in a row. Three days in a row. Hundred percent. Got it. And people are giving her money, which fine, because it's the first time they've heard it. Right. Is it my job <laughs> to tell everyone? To let everyone know <laughs> this is the third day in a row that I've heard her say this. <laughs> We're on day three. Word for word, people. <laughs> word for word. Same order on the shelters that she went to. That is really fucking funny. Dude. Is it my job? No. No. Because nobody's given her anything significant. Think of her a dollar, even if she's full of shit, it's not the end of the world. I, to me, I, it's not worth intervening. But then the loudspeaker comes on and says that, ladies and gentlemen, panhandling and asking for money on the subway is illegal. Please do not encourage this behavior. And then there's another one that says, if you see something, say something. And I'm wondering. Is that something? Am I seeing something? <laughs> and should I be saying something? I don't know, dude. That's like one of those things where they're like, if something bad happens in school, be sure to tell the principal. And then you tell the principal and everyone in school hates you. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. But I'm wondering, I'm wondering about that. And you know what else has been really bothering me lately? This is another thing that's been really bothering me lately. Uh, When I get out of the subway and I walk up the ramp and you get to the turnstile, to the right of the turnstile is the emergency exit door, which when you open it, lets off that very non-bothersome. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's not that bad. 
And it doesn't always happen. Correct. Stop, yeah. And most of the people, when there's a big flood of people leaving the subway, they'll go out the emergency exit because people coming in are theoretically using yeah. the turnstiles. And inevitably, some a bunch of people start coming in the emergency exit and not paying their subway fare, mm-hmm. which I think is $2.75 now. Mm-hmm. 10th ride free. They're doing this right under 13th. the nose. 13th? Oh. They're doing this right under the nose of, of whatever station operator is sitting in the booth and they're that person's just watching them and they're they're flooding in yeah i continue to pay my subway fare and brush shoulders as i leave through the emergency exit with people who are coming on for free Mm. can i stop them is it my job Dude, that's that is a fucking annoying as shit. But again, just doesn't seem worth it. Like it, it just let him have the free ride, you know. But why am I paying? I know it's not fair. But I think a good society functions in a way where the people who are prospering are paying for things, so that the people who can't pay. That's for a great answer. That helps. <laughs> I needed that. Yeah. That's a great answer. Society's only as strong, uh, you know, as the the weak masses. I'm let's call it. I'm subsidizing those who, in a way, I'm 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 paying the MTA fucking salaries for the people and paying the fares in a way for the people that can't afford it. Right. But that means that if I see some guy going through the emergency exit and he's wearing really nice shit, I might stop him. <laughs> I don't know, man. It if depends. he's got a sick watch on or a fur coat, I'm going to be more selective. Dude, you, if if that happens, you should be like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's a $30,000 watch. What yeah. Are you, what are you doing? Why can't you what, maybe fucking buy yourself a <laughs> subway pass instead of that coat next time? <laughs> Play by the rules. I don't know, man. The older I get, the more, the more that the people who are not abiding by the unwritten rules of society are bothering me it's like shane's joke right about the republican i guess yeah. is that a republican trait of mine like just being like ah pay you should be paying why do i gotta pay and yeah it's not but like like but uh, you but you which f- then leads to being like politically incorrect somehow. you framing that they can't afford it is something that gave me peace of mind and and gave instilled a sense of empathy in me yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but like maybe and maybe even if they kind of can, bro, like $3 to us is nothing. We would never, like if the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze, if we happen to jump the turnstile. You know what? I actually jumped the turnstile once and I got caught. Yeah. Did I tell you guys this? Yeah. I did? I, I think you have told us that. What? Yeah. I'm not sure. Go. I don't know. So I was going to, vi- I was on my way to visit my girlfriend in college. I think you've told me this. Yeah. I don't know. But I want to hear it again. Right. I had no money anyway. Uh, and I had a little, I think I maybe even had a little bit of weed in my pocket, whatever. Oh, and Bad so I'm boy. like, I'm nervous. And they're like, what are you doing? Why are you jumping the turnstile? They're like, come on over here. They like bring me over to like a pole. They talk, two of them talking at me and they're like filling out a thing they're, And I was like, sort of like nervous. They're like, you shaking? Why are you shaking? I was like, I'm scared, sir. Uh, yes. <laughs> I have to do that. Yeah. And then they just let me go. That's a great answer. That, you know, being humble in that situation helps. Yeah, it's really good. It's good. That's great. (laughs) That's great. Um, How that's related. But my point being, the one in a hundred chance of that happening makes it worth it to pay the $3. 
Somebody who's willing to take the risk to save $3, they're taking a risk. They're taking a risk. You're yeah. not allowed to do that. You can right. get a ticket for that. Right. You can get in trouble for that. Right. I don't know. So that plus the thing I said before, I think maybe are a little helpful. Okay. All right. I have that helped. That it's gave not me the some hill peace. to die on, dude. That gave me some peace. Three bucks. All right. Uh, that soups the podcast. We have any facts with Ryan? Facts with Ryan. Were they lying? Facts with Ryan. So the fine for jumping a turnstile if you're caught is a hundred dollars. Wow, that's a fat one. Spicy. Um, <laughs> Timothy, uh, according to Urban Dictionary, is the chosen one from the man above. The name Theo is a means gift from God. Wow. And then Cosmopol- uh, Cosmopolitan 2006 edition, which you brought up as a reference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the March issue has Hillary Duff on the cover, and the headline reads, What Sex is Like for Him, His Secret Pleasure Zone. Oh, oh wow. That, that headline didn't age well. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, think anybody yeah, cares yeah, about yeah, him anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, no, they don't. <laughs> they sure don't. Uh, that's great. Uh, guys, you can find me on the road. I'm in Minneapolis uh, tomorrow night. I hope to see some of you there at the House of Comedy. Ryan's coming along for the ride. Um, we're going to be here all weekend, Friday and Saturday. And then we're off to Chicago at the end of March, March 24th and 25th, my birthday weekend at Zany's Rosemont. Hope to see you there. Then it's on to Austin and Dallas and San Francisco and Charlestown, West Virginia and Buffalo. Uh, so come out to the Hero We Need Tour, FrancisSells.com for tickets. Julio, where can we find you? Sweet. So just a little bit of update. Finally, have the Atlanta show. Ticket link's up. It's on my website, notjulio.com. It's in June. At the punchline, it's gonna be great. Um, but in the in the closer future, I have a comedy connection, Rhode Island, fourteenth, fifteenth of April, Helium in Philly, the eighteenth of April, and the twenty seventh to twenty ninth in Yonkers, uh, and then Nashville, Atlanta, uh, Texas, Detroit, Seattle. Tickets all on my website, not Julio. And guys, please, if you don't subscribe to our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. Uh, it's really helpful for us when those numbers kind of beef up. Yeah. So please do that uh, if you listen and you like us, um, and we appreciate all your support. Yeah, just subscribe, guys. Just subscribe already. Thank you. <laughs>